0: Welcome to Cartoonist Cafe Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And today we're going to take a look at Bill Griffith's top 40 list on comics and their creation, man. Kind of like uh, sacred tablets, man, coming brought down from the mountaintops. Or more specifically, Griffith came to town, gave us a little
1: symposium, passed on
0: some Xeroxes.
1: But, but, but can't i have to point out uh revised on 316. (laughs) playing with the math there but Griffey 316 (laughs) how to make comics before we get into the meat and potatoes i want to
0: invite you guys to like follow and subscribe to the youtube channel please hit that bell icon so that we can notify you when new videos are available and that helps mitigate the kayfabe effect what the kayfabe effect is is uh very often we talk about comics and we put these videos out in the morning by midday or early afternoon These comics are prohibitively expensive. On uh, the, the aftermarket, and the people who get the, the videos first get first dibs at the comics that we talk about. So, a lot of retailers uh, at WonderCon had, as seen on Cartoonist Kayfabe, set up with comics at their booth. So, things are definitely happening out there. And if you watch these videos to the very end, that helps goose the uh, YouTube algorithms, pushes our U- YouTube content out to comic book loving YouTube uh, viewers who haven't necessarily seen every uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe video, helps us grow the channel, helps us grow the numbers helps make it possible for us to continue providing these videos to you on a regular basis and got to thank you for the 60,000 subscribers that we have but we are only 10% of the way to our real goal of 600,000 it's gonna take a while but we could use your help on that so Jimmy like I said Griffey was in town for uh, some little Pittsburgh shindig and you know how panel discussions go like cartoonist has to break for an hour and and drop some science. When I saw Griffey was going to drop a little something in, you pack up the table. You put the little uh, tablecloth over top of your gimmicks and you head your ass down. You shut your mouth, you open your ears and you get educated by a veteran. Not everybody did that. So we will make a, we will make good on that right this minute and just go through that list. I think he has done some teaching, perhaps
1: at SVA, I think, maybe? Uh, I don't know about, he might have. I don't know uh, either way. Okay. Uh, But this list and his speaking ability certainly make it seem like he's, he's had uh, some uh, experience teaching. Number one, it could take years to find the right art supplies, man. That's
0: a super valuable piece of information. One of those things in, uh, I remember the Dave Sim book on self-publishing, where he basically said, go to that art store get one of every nib. Get one of every piece of paper, get one of every piece of illustration board. See what you like, see what combination you like, rattle them all up, man, and try this nib on that paper and come up with uh, something
1: that just feels good. And we live in a time now where like any mark can be reproduced. So like really find the tool that's going to uh, put your ass in the drawing seat that's what matters with the art supplies in this day and age. Two, it could take years to find something to write about. Ain't that the
0: truth, man, when you're a young cartoonist? I'm still looking for something <laughs> worth saying. It's that thing where you spend so many years just trying to figure out how to draw something and get it to look like something. Uh, and very often, a young cartoonist's work is pretty thin until they have a little uh, life experience to go along with those drawing skills. Three, comics are equal parts drawing and writing, with writing being a little more equal. <laughs>
1: This, I think, varies by cartoonist and by comic book because I think this goes either way. Like, uh, the balance probably is the thing to pursue. Yes. Four, laughter is in the
0: eye, ear, nose, and throat of the beholder. Ain't that the truth in this modern day, huh, Jimmy? Oh, <laughs> man. Five, being funny really isn't about telling jokes. I think that's well established
1: in, like, a zippy strip. Yeah, especially with comics. I mean, so much. How many comics have we looked at where it's just like that's just a funny drawing. Yeah. Like whatever the character does beyond this or says, it's already funny.
0: Six punchlines are optional. Also, uh, they can come anywhere in a strip or story. I like that. Yeah, you don't have to see it. It's Mm-mm. like uh, usually relegated to the fourth panel plots pratfall. Uh, seven. The best laugh is the one the readers been unknowingly waiting for. <laughs> A Rhythm is everything. In the pacing of drawing, punchline, and especially in the quote, beat of dialogue, something can be truer or funnier with the right rhythm. The quote, right rhythm, when writing dialogue, can live or die on the quote, right number of syllables in a sentence or balloon. The quote, right dialogue line is uh, the one that just sounds the best when you hear it being spoken. This, I mean, this goes back to iambic pentameter, Shakespeare and the things that poets really care a lot about when they coordinate
1: their sentence structures. Also, um, stand-up comics. Yeah, like, I've heard Seinfeld talk about this on a dozen interviews. Absolutely. you know, like like one word is funnier than another word. Yeah, you sort of have to work it out to to find that, and uh, it makes total sense. Street comedy, man, don't say <clears throat> don't say
0: the same word twice uh, often in a you know you know subsequent sentences. Nine, uh, make sure pupil placement is where you need it to be. The eyes are the gateway to the cartoon character's soul. He actually stuck with this a little bit in uh, the conversation when he was presenting this. And and, uh, all cartoonists have their pet peeves. My life drawing teacher in art school was like, if you don't draw ears right, I am failing you. And he went on and on about like, these characters are talking, it's all talking heads now, and they ain't even looking at each other.
1: (laughs) I think I've seen other cartoonists make this comment because it's directional device. It's a lot of stuff. The pupils. 10. Cartoon characters
0: have souls. When done, when done well, man, see social peanuts. 11. As Freud meant to say, quote, every cartoon character you create is you. So be careful. Related subject autobiographical comics don't have to be rigidly autobiographical,
1: man. Everybody take note of that. one.
0: <laughs> 12. Uh, there should always be a decent amount of quote error surrounding the lettering in speech or thought balloons. This was another piece that he was talking about. And uh, I think I made note of that man, Dave Sim coming up again. Uh, I noticed it first as a kid coming up in Dave Sim uh, dialogue bubbles and stuff and just like really latched onto that. I loved seeing that presentation with a lot of white around it, it just seemed more readable.
1: That's a really strange one to try to figure out on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I started making comics and lettering, it would, they just didn't look good, the lettering. And you just stare at everybody's word balloons to try to figure out, what's, why doesn't mine look like this? There was a part too of just like
0: <clears throat> fetishizing the drawing, and you want as much drawing on a panel and stuff. So it's like, get that lettering balloon small. It's not the way to go. And, you know, we do receive a lot of books in the mail. I do see that as, as being a common thread in a lot of people's comics they have this very squat dialogue bubbles where the lettering's almost touching the sides and it's just it feels unprofessional
1: it also i think is a sign of doing the thing in pieces and not thinking about it as a whole from the get go like man i do word balloons in my in my roughs like my page roughs
0: yeah 13 the superhero genre can either be serious or parodied but it's inherently someone else's story not yours it's a genre 14 titles are very important they serve as a way in or a clue to the intent or point of view of the strip, and he has titles for he like he's a classic cartoonist. He has titles for every single strip. Those those titles are not put in probably any newspaper, but if you go in his Facebook or you read Zippy Online, mm-hmm. every strip has a title.
1: I remember a uh, writing class I took, and we were doing like contents of a dead man's pocket, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, spoiler alert. The guy doesn't die, but the title sets you up with certain expectations. So, like you know, your storytelling starts with that, uh, with that title.
0: Fifteen. Find your writing voice. Try to keep it natural and conversational. Writing good dialogue has something in common with poetry or song lyrics. Read plays by David Mamet to see how quote musical language can be. When writing dialogue for a specific character, imagine what musical instruments he or she would naturally play. Wordplay is fun. Punning is not. Except for titles, uh, where where's the where it's perfectly okay to pun shamelessly.
1: That's hilarious. You know,
0: mentioning that iambic pentameter thing, like David Mamet and stuff like I think American Buffalo uses it. So it's not relegated to old English speak. Like, if you're a good enough writer, it, it, like like a Mamet, you can have people say cunt in iambic pentameter. And say, <laughs> like like he does in that play, man. And it's it's sharp stuff. 16, Uh, if your interest is in real world detail, keep a morgue file, a file of photos of people.
1: I love seeing him mention morgue file. Like we've looked at a number of these, like how to make comics, lessons, books, whatever you want to call them. And uh, that's sometimes the number one thing people list.
0: Yeah, take take your own photos of things (laughs) and people poses too. Online version, Google or Bing images, great sources, If you use online images, print them out. See our John Romita Jr. shoot interview. He does that.
1: Yeah. It's such a weird, uh, it's such a weird tip.
0: You know what, you know what I think? uh, I think that could be like a pre like iPhone kind of conversation or something, because like, I think he might mean you want it by your your piece rather than looking up at a
1: screen. And certainly uh, this is a generation that didn't come up with screens. Yeah, exactly. 17. If you use written text above the drawing in a panel or a series
0: of panels, don't make it explanatory. Uh, Better to use it to complement the drawing,
1: not describe the drawing. Show and tell. Love that. That whole gimmick, man. That's what we've complained about some of the uh, early Silver Age stuff, where it's like, here's the picture and here's the description of the picture.
0: And have also been guilty of. That's uh, true. Present company uh, speaking eighteen. Lettering is part of your voice. Uh, in speech balloons, words should always should usually all be in caps and legible. Bold for accented words is optional but nice. Think of lettering as another kind of artwork, not simply as text. Get that to your minds, people. Think of lettering as another kind of artwork, not simply as text. You gotta read that one two times, Jimmy. A- avoid generic lettering, the kind you see in Marvel Comics, etc. Also avoid making a computer font of your lettering. Lettering is artwork, and remember, as a a cartoonist is also a sign painter, rest in peace Justin Green, who just passed away this past week. Pay attention to fonts and letter forms. When you choose one for your title, do your hand-lettered version of it. Don't print it out on your computer.
1: I love that this is maybe the longest piece uh, on this list, and it's about lettering. Love that a lot. I like it's supposed to be all caps because that's something that, if you know, that's just not the standard anymore in like a Marvel comic. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. He's calling people out. And, you know, we had morgue file two numbers ago. Have a morgue file for that lettering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You go to, I mm-hmm. uh, like the Klaus studio, you see a
0: spin rack of paperbacks. And then when you see the typography on those paperbacks, you can point to the strips where he sampled some of that stuff, man. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that we make. Uh, We appreciate you guys supporting our projects and the current stuff that we have on the shelves right now. Jim Rugg, Hulk, Grand Design, both issues, uh, Monster and Madness are out there on the stands. These are the regular covers. Comic shops out there, you know what your marching orders are. You know how to stack these on the shelves. And uh, you got these other variant covers that you could get your hands on to support the, uh, the, the work. You got the Jeff Darrow cover for Madness. You got the Ed McGuinness cover for Madness, and with the uh, first issue Monster, Peach Mamboko, the Eddie P, and the Marcos Morton variant covers. Congratulations, Jimmy. I know this was a long project in the works. The other stuff that Jimmy has in print, Plain Jane's, the first young adult graphic novel and various volumes of the hardcover graphic albums of Street Angel are still in print, still in good comic shops, still can be ordered online in volume. Support the work. Right now on the stands, uh, as per the Ed Piscor comics that are out there, Red Room, Trigger Warnings, issue one, two, and potentially issue number three are out there in the wild. Issue two, the Pumpkins issue. Look at that for a splash page, man. You can uh, get these comics online uh, at Fantagraphics website and various comic shops. It is banned in 26 countries. It is banned in 10 comic shops. But you can also read these comics before they hit paper on uh, my Patreon, patreon.com slash Three bucks for the archive there. Uh, last season's Red Room uh, efforts, Red Room, the Antisocial Network, trade paperback out there in the wild, collecting uh, four issues of comics and lots of extra material. The works that I have out there in the wild right now, I do think WYSIWYG is currently out of print, but if you see it, scoop it up. Four volumes, Hip Hop Family Tree, including two giant box sets and 12 issues of comics. The guys at Fantagraphics just told me my royalty statements have hit Clausian and Hernandez (laughs) Brothers numbers, 42 pages of uh, royalty statement, Jimmy. And uh, the grand design that started them all, three volumes, X-Men grand design, including an omnibus that is out of print and hard to find. But if you see it, scoop it up. Now that we're done paying the bills, back to the video. 19, color. There are over 100,000 colors available in four color process printing. Try to use the subtle pastels as much as possible. Gray is a great color. Use, quote, comic book colors, full red, blue, yellow, and green sparingly. Full bright color looks best surrounded by more atmospheric, subtler colors. If you don't have them, learn basic
1: Photoshop skills. There's a lot there. Um, I, I don't know if I agree or disagree with some of that. I hate gray, but uh, I do agree it'll make those bright colors pop. But my takeaway is there's 100,000 colors available. Learn how to use as many of those as possible and how they and what colors they work with.
0: Yeah. Gray uh, is like a default, like, like at RISD teaches you, there's like a... 30 or 40% gray matte. Like when you have your um, portfolio book, Mm -hmm. like a 30 or 40% gray is like Canson paper. Is like the paper you should have back there and present your material uh, sort of um, framed within that. Something about that gray kind of makes the imagery pop more, look more attractive. There's some concept behind that.
1: I learned to draw. Like my fundamental drawing classes, we would put gray charcoal down. Mm -hmm. So you were starting with probably 30 40 percent gray and then you would lift some off to get your lights and you would add more to get the darks and I'm reminded of Kiko Johnson who we uh, interviewed on this channel talking about his latest book which just won the LA book prize shouts working out that way. Uh, with his art, you know, like working from that middle gray and going with the lights in the dark. So, yeah, it is interesting to think about gray in this whole process. Halfway done, Jimmy. 20. The cartoonist
0: is an auteur movie director. You write the strip. You cast it. You light it. You edit it. You have final cut. Problem is you don't control print distribution. You need a publisher for that. That's a pre-internet item right there. Could be stricken from the record a little bit.
1: Very much so, especially in this age of crowdfunding.
0: Yes. 21 camera angles quote-unquote points of view are important uh, move around the panel with your camera as you draw the story uh, looking at the same scene from different distances and angles use wide shots one shots one character alone in a panel two shots one character talking to another in a panel close-ups dream sequences surrealism expressionism
1: this is so fun. It starts out as Wally Wood's 20, 22 panels that always work and then by the end we're in an art museum looking at art history we're, and taking we're, what we can. We're in
0: zippy. <laughs> That's right. We're going Dada. <laughs> 22. When do, doing full page comics, think of each page as a self-contained entity. Also, think of each two page spread as a graphic unit. Compose pages with clear narrative flow in mind, but use tricks of the trade to add interest parentheses Borderless panels, circular panels, L-shaped panels. Use these sparingly and for storytelling effect, not as eye candy. Never say eye candy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this, I like eye candy on a page. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) 23. Comics can tell any kind of story. It's an infinitely flexible medium. Comics will never disappear. New media and new delivery platforms do not necessarily replace existing media. New forms free up existing forms, allowing them to do more interesting, less commercially driven things. Web comics aren't the only future of comics. Print and web comics will both continue to exist side by side, until we're all replaced by robots, <laughs> uh, which can then make fun, which we then can make fun of in our comics. I've seen some uh, some some AI art uh, recently, where you just plug in some some mm-hmm. names, and it, it combs uh, Google Image and stuff, and, and it creates its own thing. Art is gonna be changing after some time <laughs> no doing, doubt about it.
1: There's they they figure that part out. You know what's interesting to me reading this or, or going through this, and especially like the one you just read, it feels like uh Bill Griffiths has continued to evolve. You know, Absolutely. like you think of some of the graphic novel work that he's done in the last decade, and it's kind of like I, I love it. It's a real vitality, and it feels like it's reflected in maybe him looking at the the art form and also the way the art forms evolving, like some of this stuff is spot on and you see it in him doing work that is just different than the first couple decades of his career. He's a wise guy, man.
0: Like, uh, they're like zippy strips daily on Twitter, Facebook. He's been maintaining a website, I believe since the nineties with the, with the daily strip, uh, change it with the times adapting. This is a guy who comes from the undergrounds and the undergrounds go away, but it's not like his cartooning acumen goes away. He's got to find a, he's got to find a place. So uh, just like a Will Eisner, right? These yeah, it's high, it like highly adaptable cartoonist.
1: It's like this is what you do now. You got to find a place to to absolutely. St- it reminds me of the Eisner stuff. We went through that Miller Eisner book recently. Everybody checked those videos. But it's that same kind of tone of like exploring, looking at what these changes mean to the future. Uh, it's it's really insightful. Twenty
0: four, a really good flexible pen point. Hunts one hundred. Another good point. The Zebra G pen nib, which is what I've been using uh, quite a lot lately. Uh, you may find others. Really good paper. Two-ply. Plate Strathmore. Series 500. Chris Ware made fun of me for just using 300. He's like, 500 doesn't cost much more. <laughs> really good eraser. Needed. Really good ink. Dr. Martin's Bombay Black. Really good whiteout. Cartoon color sell vinyl paint. You ain't finding that anymore. That's done. Really good for non-flexible line drawing and cross-hatching. Good to know, man, if you can find some of that stuff. Rotring. Rapidographs. In different line thicknesses: 0. 0.25, 0. 0.35, and uh,
1: 0.5. Does this change our number one uh, rule?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when starting out, uh, you know, what's what's good about that is just like give you a starting place.
1: It is good. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm poking fun a yeah. little bit, but yeah, it's good to have that stuff, especially early on, because it took me forever to find any of these tools. Yeah.
0: I would say the Deleter 2 white is the go-to white to use right now. Japanese stuff, you can ink over top of it. You can ink over top of it more than once, which is kind of key sometimes, man, because some of that uh, pro-white and shit, you got one shot, you can't go over top of it or else now you just created a gray piece of mixed media. 25. When starting out, try to get into print as quickly as possible. Seeing your work reduced in size and in print is tremendously educational. All your mistakes leap out. Educational, but painful. If you do one and two row strips, as opposed to longer stories, uh, try your local weekly papers first. Yes, they're dying, but many still exist. Self-publish. Any way to get into print is good. Uh, If your work is web-based, publish it in a blog or on your own website. Any way to get distance from your stuff is educational. Best way, short of publishing. Xerox your comics at a reduced size to check legibility of both art and lettering.
1: This is great stuff. This is also the hold your picture upside down, hold it in a mirror. You're just trying to see it with fresh eyes after hours of staring at it.
0: And and probably one of the easiest things to do is uh, snap a pic with your phone and look at it in the thumbnail view. And boy, do things leap out.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's good advice. I used to say scan it if you work on paper and if you work digitally, print it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but the phone is a much easier solution now.
0: 26, always retain copyright to your self-created characters. File the appropriate forms with the Library of Congress. Always put a copyright symbol with the current year and your name on all your work. This protects your rights for nine years. File actual copyright forms, available online, before the nine years is over. Current copyright laws protect you uh for your lifetime plus 75 years copyright can also be inherited and assigned to another person in your will copyright can then be renewed after your death by the legal owner thank disney for this but not much else <laughs> 27 disney is great dot, dot, dot to make fun of period or not <laughs> 28 always try to retain live action film uh, animation, merchandising, web, and TV rights to your work in any publishing contract.
1: I love this. This is getting into like the creator rights stuff. You know, like you have this until you sign it away.
0: Yes. Uh, nowadays though, with the proliferation of the internet and the reduced money that, uh, publishers, record labels, all this stuff are making, what they call the 360 deal in music is, is standard procedure. It used to be the record label would take The CD money, you know, like they would get the ball, like, just like comics, you know, you get 10%, they get 90% because they're putting that forward. They're handling distribution and you would get all of your merchandise money. You would get all of your tour money and stuff that's changing comics. Even like these publishers, you better be a sexy motherfucker, man, to be able to hold on to a hundred percent of all those other rights, because these publishers are just, they, they need it. You know, it's it's now part of their long tail method like like the long tail is not just the published book anymore. It's getting a little piece of Black Hammer or, or, you know, Hellboy. Twenty nine. If you can afford to buy a high quality copy machine, never send original artwork through the mail. Copy machines and high res scans make perfect reproductions for sending purposes through the mail or online. Always keep repro quality copies of your stuff. Uh, If you sell or give away the original art, Uh, copiers are best because they approximate the printed page best. uh, Right now in this era of artist editions, I would say make high res color scans, keep hold of those. What replaces the film negatives of your are uh, the high quality TIFF files and back that shit up on uh, your own hard drives but also Keep it on a Google Drive, some Dropbox, somewhere in the cloud, I mean, just in case something happens to you, to your own uh, home. Let's knock on wood that this never happens to anybody, but there are uh, terrible stories. Eric Larson's house, Wally Wood's crib. Absolutely. All that kind of stuff. Man. Yeah, you
1: want a copy secure somewhere off site.
0: Yes. 30, when you sell original art, tell the buyer they have no reproduction rights. 31, aside from trying to communicate, don't think of your readers uh, when you create your comics. Uh, please yourself and a few friends then hope for the best unless you're doing work for a very specific audience like children 32 uh, don't reach out all the way to the reader don't worry about being obscure or ambiguous or weird if you're sure of what you're doing ask the reader to do a little work and meet you halfway that's that's the best work you know like even as a little kid i remember reading marvel comics and just thinking like You you think I'm dumb,
1: don't you? (laughs) so true. I would add to this, uh, don't worry about being obscure, ambiguous, or weird, but also do more than just trying to be obscure, ambiguous, or weird.
0: Yeah, you risk pretension in a giant way. Right there. 33. It's not always necessary to write out the entire strip or story before you start drawing. Many times the story, or characters, will tell you where to take it. Uh, On the other hand, sometimes it's best to have everything written beforehand. Uh, Just don't set it in stone. I think that's great advice. I like
1: that too. We just read
0: Akira, Volume 5, and uh, it really felt to me like Otomo created these characters that he liked and he's jingling them up and pairing people off and seeing how they react with one another, and I would bet that that's not in his original notes.
1: I think that about a lot of manga, like maybe you have an idea where they're going, but how they're going to get there varies. And I've heard other writers like Neil Gaiman's and, and people of that caliber say something similar.
0: Yeah. 34. Comic creation is divided into two time periods, thinking and inking. Uh, during this thinking period, silence is best. You can listen to the radio or music while inking. Inking is a physical act with the little man woman inside of your head instinctively guiding you along. If he she makes a mistake, there's always a whiteout pretty important to me, man. And and, and that, that mimics my process, man. When it comes to page layout and stuff. First off, I've been getting into doing that completely before I start like putting the final pages together. So there is a month where I don't know what's happening in the universe, man. The world is happening outside and I don't know about new pandemics or any of that kind of stuff.
1: I'll listen to instrumental music in that stage sometimes. Not always, but, uh, you know, like I listen to classical music or something sometimes whenever I'm, I'm writing or doing layouts. Classical music for me is relegated to uh, cartoonist kayfabe homework days.
0: 35. Create a website. Print your web address somewhere in all your work. Sell stuff. Sell stuff based on your comics uh, through your website. Use online merchandising sites like Zazzle. Uh, cut out brick and mortar. Um, I remember seeing some, there was a Netflix uh, documentary about web, web cartoonists or something. And there were I people that. just talking about like, yeah, like your comic is, is, is there to, to sell tchotchkes basically is what they said. Uh, I feel like there's some, some middle ground, man. Like if you make a book that sells, like to me, that's, that's where I place a value. I, I want people to buy a bunch of comic books, not, not whiskey tumblers or whatever. Uh, 36, the manga genre can either be treated seriously or parodied, avoid the default look of many of today's comics derived partly from manga, where everybody looks vaguely Asian and has spiky black hair. All genres are inherently limiting." Interesting that he calls manga a genre.
1: Yeah, I can understand what he's saying there. I don't agree with it, but I think a lot of people had this point of view that maybe preceded manga in the North American market. But. I do agree with the genre being inherently limiting. Like going back to that superhero comment he made yeah. about superhero being genre, uh, but a little bit I disagree on this because I think you can find every genre in manga. I've been, so.
0: I've been, uh, I've been grabbing. You know, when I'd had their sale and all those cheap black and whites, and there was that like little period of eighties black and white where there was like the Ameri manga mm-hmm. kind of kind of thing. Like I got all this, and I was like, I think I might want to make one. I think I might want to try that style.
1: I'll tell you, man, I'd like to look at some of that stuff. Because it's an interesting, weird moment where, like, it's probably anime is the big influence on that stuff because I think it precedes North American manga for the most part. So, yeah, I'd love to dig into some of that.
0: 37. Sitting at a drawing table year after year can be hard on the neck and upper back. Uh, Get up at least once an hour to stretch. As you get older, do neck and upper back exercises. I've gotten straight-up DMs from peers of Bill Griffith who... Just saw a photo of me or something, sign in or whatever, and just like, Ed, sit your ass up better, straighten your back, man. You're gonna have hell to pay in a couple of years.
1: I love this. I'm I'm hundred percent into this, and I would expand this one to include things like um, eye stuff. You know, my last yeah. eye exam, I was asking the lady about eye strain, and you know, she's saying t- 20 minutes and then stare off at something 20 feet away. Um, I think that's one to think about. And I would extend this to more than just your upper back and neck and think like exercise, movement, flexibility, diet, all the things that would make sense for being healthy physically will allow you to make better work. It will allow you to make work longer. Um, Pay attention to your health, develop some good habits as early as possible, posture, everything. Yes.
0: 38, find and read comics you like, both current and historical. My own favorite cartoonists of the past include James Gilray, Ernie Bushmiller, Walt Kelly, W.E. Hill, who I don't know, making a note of that one, George Harriman, Frank King, Basil Wolverton, Bill Holman, Al Hirschfeld, Carl Barks, Harvey Kurtzman, Charles Schultz, Wayne Boring. That's interesting. Yeah, it It is. Wayne Boring comes up a lot. Like, Klaus is a Wayne Boring guy. He says he likes the swarthy uh, Superman partial list of living cartoonists: Joe pfeiffer robert crumb ben catcher art spiegelman kim Deitch, justin green rest in peace once again diane newman phoebe glockner aline kaminsky crumb mk brown mk brown like she gets referenced a lot by uh mainstream comedians mm-hmm. who read her stuff in uh, national lampoon lloyd dangle dan Klaus, peter cooper gary panter this is my list go make your own 39 don't just look at comics for inspiration and education. Look at great drawing wherever it appears. In the fine art world, I love to stare at Reginald Marsh, Edward Hopper, Rembrandt's etchings. Is that. I know I'm not going to say. That's not Callot, right? That's some I, other Yeah, shape. I don't know.
1: I don't know that name.
0: Callot's etchings. Uh, Thomas uh, Rowlandson, uh, Lucian Freud, Albrecht Durer, Dumier, Alberto Giacometti. Uh, okay, thank you very much for that one. Uh, Rene Magritte. Jose Guadalupe Posado. I don't know Hiroshige.
1: And but, Hokusai. Uh, Hokusai,
0: yeah. Find your own, fine art to stare at. Forty, last but not least, never listen to anyone's advice on <laughs> cartooning. Man, what a great
1: way to end that. That's fine. That's a perfect tongue in cheek placement at the end of this thing. But I do like the advice of both looking at cartoonists and fine artists, add add illustrators, filmmakers, anybody that's doing visual storytelling, painters for color. You know, like there's a million of these sources you can be looking at. I mean, honestly, it's look at everything, right? Yeah. I've talked in the past, like go out in the spring and study the color green. Like yeah. There's lots of examples that you can can fold into your work, and I encourage all of that.
0: It's just, it's just simply about uh, increasing your vocabulary. Man. That's right. You know, making you more fluent cartoonist and whatever uh, gets you to that place, man, gives you a couple more
1: tricks in your in your toolbox god damn it go out and get it that's true too because you want to stand out you want to be different we're all looking at Dan Klaus you know what I mean if you want to stand out you need to find some other influences and uh, yeah museums old books there's lots of places to go
0: we might even go back into some of those quarter bins, Jimmy uh, this kind of thing good food for thought uh, it's it's that idea of unconscious incompetence sometimes you just don't know what you don't know and lists like these man, could help you along put some ideas in your mind uh, some other stuff he brought up, and I don't think I saw it here, but it kind of goes along with, the, with the, um, the air around the dialogue bubbles. He, when he was talking about this stuff, and I think he would probably even amend it, maybe he did amend it. He's, he was a, he's a big believer in uh, the open panel. Mm-hmm. You know, have, have a panel with no panel borders that uh, just allows some air on the
1: page. Man, lets the page breathe, lets it feel a little bit more open. That was a big takeaway for me from, from this talk the open panel because it's not something I thought about much before then. Obviously, you see them everywhere. It's not a secret, but I never thought about it in terms of designing a page or putting it in my own work until after this. Yeah, man, lots more to talk about. Lots more, uh, lots more wisdom to get to
0: glean from uh, great cartoonists. Uh, that we appreciate, man. So this one won't be the last video of the, of this kind. Jimmy, you good to go? Yes. Okay, favors like follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, man?
1: Hulk Grand Design, Monster Madness, both issues are in comic shops everywhere. Pick those up while supplies last. A, 60 year, a retelling of the 60-year history of The Incredible Hulk, perfect for long-time Hulk fans or first-time Hulk readers. And join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug.
0: Red Room Trigger Warnings, Issue 1, 2, and potentially Issue Number 3 are on the stands as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Banned in 26 countries. Banned in 10 crummy comic shops. Uh, you can order these comics uh, at my link tree in the description below. You can read these comics uh, before they even hit paper on my Patreon. Patreon.com slash EdPiscor. Three bucks for the archive there. Hit up that link so you can get to all those destinations, order, pre order the comics, all that kind of
1: thing. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFABE newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist KFABE t shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another great way to support the Cartoonist KFABE channel. Jimmy, given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Make more comics.